Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. And welcome in a very happy uh, Friday to you here now, the 2nd of February. Just let that sit in here uh, for a minute. Plenty of NBA action on the card here tonight as we head into the uh, what feels like the first weekend in forever without any football. But we got plenty of basketball coming up both in the association and college, and especially tonight. A couple of interesting matchups here in the association we're going to break down, of course, with three of the best at wagertalk.com as we welcome in double R1L, Steve Merrill, ready to roll, as is Mr. Rob Vino, and of course, Mr. Teddy Covers, ready to uh, ready to lay it down here on some of these games tonight. And gentlemen, uh, no better way to kick off February here and the contrarian gods than making fun of Robert, our producer's favorite team here, uh, the Houston Rockets tonight. They're taking on the Raptors, and that is who the contrarian gods are looking at here. 44 and a half, I'm seeing even fours starting to pop up here now. I'm seeing a lot of tickets, well, a lot of uh, a lot of money there coming in on uh, the Rockets, but in great contrarian God fashion, Steve Merrill, it appears the line is not moving towards the Rockets, but Toronto, are you in agreement with this? Well, it's interesting because, of course, Toronto and New York had that big trade uh, a little over a month ago, right near the end of the uh, 2023 year. And it was a two for one, you know, and you always feel like trade should be win-wins for both teams. But if you look at recent results, Toronto heading in the wrong direction. Knicks have been playing pretty well. And it's interesting because the Knicks gave up Barrett and quickly kind of got the two for one. And I always felt that was because they're opening some cap space for next year uh, to get somebody to help Brunson. Since Teddy Covers' favorite player, Julius Randle, is not a superstar. I'll say it again. It's Brunson, mm-hmm. not Randle. But uh, the Raptors are definitely a team that's tough to trust right now. Um, and they're not playing good basketball. And then on the other side, our Roberts Houston Rockets got the memo. They're starting to score finally, and they are playing good basketball. So this is definitely the epitome of a contrarian call here. And you said, Joe, the line is moving the other way. So uh, do we dare say this is a sharp square divide? I don't know. It opened five. It's down to four now. Um, But it looks like it's heading back to four and a half at some of the leading indicator books. So I think that's probably where it closes a tip off. Um, I usually like to take the better team off a loss. You notice I said the better team. I'm not saying Houston's Mm. a good team still. Uh, but they're three games below 500. They do have the better record. Um, but Toronto is coming off the upset win against Chicago. They've covered back-to-back games. Um, so it looks like they're starting to play better because this is the team that had lost nine out of ten straight up and failed to cover six out of seven until those back-to-back spread wins the last couple games. So maybe we're getting them on the, uh, the buy low. Maybe this knife has bottomed and there's some upside. Uh, by the way, the under, if I'm not mistaken, I think is six and one under the last seven 
Um, mm. So that kind of contradicts what the Rockets have been doing really well with scoring. And then they struggled with just 99 the other night. So maybe we're t- catching two teams start to turn. I think the the, uh, the Raptors would be my lean in this one. Yeah, it, it was not um, it was not good. Uh, you know, I think 31 of 44 they missed from three point range. That'll do it. Uh, that'll uh, that'll cause you not to win a game here. So uh, and now we've got uh, Toronto, which the contrarian gods seem to think uh, maybe ripe for an upset here. Are you buying uh, Toronto and the four four and a half points here? It's hard to buy, Joe, without knowing the exact injury situation. I mean, you're talking about three starters in that Raptors lineup that still have question marks next to their name as we speak right here. Quickly, Barrett, the two Knicks guys, and, of course, Jakob Pertl. Um, Now, you know, if you just judge by the line movement, you would say indicators are telling us that those guys are going to play. The total has gone up all day long, would indicate those guys are going to play, but we can't be sure at this point in time. Shangun on the other side, question mark next to him. Um, Again, line movement here would tell you that the Toronto guys are playing and that everybody's playing because the total keeps going up. You know, Houston has not... They're a favorite here, and they haven't been a good straight-up team, four and nine over the course of their last 13, but one of their best roles has been home favorite. All season long, nine and three straight up, eight and four against the spread, winning margin bigger than what we're asked to lay here. So the Rockets do like to be in this spot. And to Steve's point about scoring, I think we talked about it here on the show the other day. I can't remember if it was this show or not, but you know, it's a concerted effort here by the head coach, Ime Odoka, to get Jalen Green on the boards. If you're a prop player, you're looking to play Jalen Green double-doubles nowadays. He had three straight coming into the prior game against New Orleans where they only scored 99 points. But the idea was get Jalen Green on the boards, and they wanted to up their transition game heading into New Orleans the other night. Houston was the number one um, fastest tempo team over the course of the last five games. So they've changed direction here a little bit, which, of course, lends itself to the total, not so much the side. I would think that if all things are equal, everybody's playing, I'd have to lean with the contrarian gods here because the Raptors have gotten off to a good start here on this road trip, 2-0. That sort of breeds confidence. And um, 2-0 against the spread. I mean, I would think that if their guys are in, these two teams are probably just as good as one another personnel-wise. So with that in mind, Joe, no Swiss flag. I'll take Raptors. I'll stick with the contrarians. Oh, boy, that's what we're talking about here. All right, listen, nobody, nobody has ridden the crazy ass roller coaster of the Houston Rockets better than Teddy Covers this year. He was screaming from the Raptors in the beginning. They're a buy team, buy team. And damn, if he didn't flip that switch uh, not too long ago and be like, oh, hell no, we ain't buying the Rockets anywhere. So, Teddy, where is it here tonight? Are you buying them or fading them with the contrarian gods? So, I mean, Houston's been remarkably inconsistent, okay? <laughs> and, and the coaches quote tell you, Emir know, uh, Doka, after they lost the last game, it's tough when you're so up and down and inconsistent. And Dylan Brooks had a terrible game. And, uh, somebody else had a terrible game in that contest, too. I mean, they, they you know, uh, uh, Jabari Smith couldn't shoot. Albert Sengen didn't shoot. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty ugly performance for the Rockets. Houston's a team I'm interested in at home off a bad showing. The question I have is Toronto. All right. 
Toronto underachieved for an extend, extended stretch of this year. They underachieved after the trade deadline. We're seeing signs the last couple games that they're starting to figure stuff out. But what I don't want is a team that's starting to figure stuff out. And oh, by the way, you're going to replace three starters tonight. You know, Pirtle in particular <laughs> is a guy who's been very good for them when healthy. He hasn't played. So when you're getting, when you're putting guys in and out of the starting lineup, changing rotations, changing minutes, that's not a bet on spot. The sharp money's coming for uh, Toronto. Good. Give me the Rockets. Woo! What's that? What's that? that? Oh, carte blanche, Teddy, apparently, uh, from somebody in master <laughs> control says, no problem. All right, there you got it. Uh, split across the board there with the contrarian gods focusing on Toronto. But we do have... A interesting game also uh, down in the South here tonight, a featured matchup between uh, the Phoenix Suns taking on the Atlanta Hawks, who I do believe for the first time in what feels like nine years will have DeAndre Hunter back in the lineup here, possibly uh, tonight. But Phoenix, I, I mean, Merrill, it's, they've been a buy team for a lot of folks now. They think uh, maybe they finally turned a corner if they can keep the big three and keep them healthy here that they should have no problem winning by what uh three three and a half points here tonight against a, an atlanta team that burns money uh at home as a favorite it has not been profitable to back them at all is that change here tonight or how do you approach this one yeah joe i was going to say you didn't have to be that specific when you said atlanta burns money they're 12 and 35 in all games against the spread this year. I mean, it's it's actually they're they're going down right now as one of the worst point spread teams in the history of the NBA. In fact, I'd have to look it up, but they might be the worst first half point spread team ever. Uh, we could have Ralph mm. Michaels run that. Maybe uh, Teddy next week. I'm co-hosting with you all week. Wager talk today, so maybe we'll get Ralph to break down the the best and worst spread teams on his Thursday or Friday segment. But yeah, right now, depending on your lines, 47 games in the Hawks are around 12 and 35 ATS. So. You know, your initial reaction is, well, we're going to start getting some value with this team because they are 20 and 27. They're capable of winning games still. Shows they've been very overvalued, probably at home and as a favorite, like you said. Uh, but Ralph actually had an interesting chart today on Wager Talk today with President Teddy. And it was talking about how bad home dogs have been in general since 2017. There's only two of the seven days of the week in which they've been above 500 the last six plus years. And one of the reasons is because, especially after the COVID bubble, home court has just become so minimal in both the NFL and the NBA. Uh, the travel situation isn't what it was in the 1980s when six foot ten guys were flying coach overnight on airlines. So um, I do think this line is cheap and it's not enough to get me intrigued with Atlanta. Um, I need more than three and a half for the worst point spread team in recent history. Um, and I just don't feel like we're getting that line value still. And, and the proof is in the, in the pudding. They have not covered back to back games since last year. Um, if you look, they just covered against the Lakers the other night. They'd lost five in a row before that and they'd alternated wins and covers. Um, so not going to ask an inconsistent, overrated team to do something good for me. I will point out on the total in this game, we always talk about the highest totals go over. What well, open 248 and a half, and Rob Vino and company have already pushed it up to 249 and a half. Um, will we get a 250 by tip off? We'll see. Uh, but once again, uh, the over would be the only way to play it because Atlanta does not play much defense. They've given up 53% shooting or worse in three of their last four games. Even gave up 60% against Dallas in that 148 game a couple of nights ago. Vino, does feel <laughs> yes, like this has got uh, a total or team total or something written all over it here with these two. How are you approaching it? 
Yeah, I mean, probably with both teams, right? I mean, every team total, every quarter, just give it all. Um, it, it, Steve talked about this Hawks point spread, Mark. I mean, it is miserable. We used to be able to at least say, Hawks at the house, never on the road. Hawks at the house, 5-18 and 18 against the spread. That's absolutely no. miserable. Home dog, 3-6 and six against the spread. And if somebody can name me one ounce of progress that Quinn Snyder has made since they fired Nate McMillan, then that would be the first I've heard because they've gone backwards since they fired him. Um, I would think that Phoenix on this road trip, they're 3-2. and two. They've got two left. It's a seven-game trip. This is the sixth game. And the next one is at Washington, and it comes with a day off. So for the Suns, easy to go all out in this game. Bradley Beal available, so everybody's going to play. And when you look up at these standings all of a sudden, Joe, it's hard to even remember that Phoenix struggled. They're 48 games into the season, and they probably struggled for a good 35, 36 of them. And all of a sudden, they're 28 and 20 with the potential of coming off this trip 30 and 20 and climbing up the Western Conference standing. So I think the mindset is there for Phoenix for sure. And then if I just look at the way they're shooting the ball since these guys have been together, it's crazy. Phoenix, last seven games, six times, they've shot 51.8% or better from the floor. If you go back 12 games, they've shot 49 and a half or better in 11 of 12 games. So Phoenix shooting the ball real well. Compound that with Atlanta. Four of last six, allowing 50% or better. Certainly not a good defensive team. And then I just think to the other night, this Phoenix team goes into Brooklyn. They lay three points. I was on multiple shows that day where everybody was asking the same question. What's wrong with this line? Why is Phoenix mm-hmm. only three? Well, there was no trap. There was nothing wrong. Phoenix won by 16. It almost feels like the same thing here because this home court means nothing to Atlanta. So probably be Phoenix or nothing for me here in this game. You know, Teddy Rob's got a point. It, the market is still seems a little slow to maybe adjust to what this Phoenix team is capable. But I also don't blame them because until recently, their fourth quarters have been costly. Uh, but I think Vogel made a couple of changes trying to get those three guys on the court to start the fourth quarter. It seemed to work out uh, last time out. But uh, do you trust Phoenix here, or is the market onto something with this line? So I want to actually start talking about Atlanta, if that's okay, Joe. I know you threw me to Phoenix, but I'm going to talk about no, it. No, that's fine. First because it's a fascinating scenario. We can't, you know, Merrill talked about it. Rob Vino talked. They're 12 and 35 against the spread. They're on pace to be the worst point spread team in any sport in modern memory. What do we do with a team like that? Mm. So all of a sudden, Atlanta's healthy. All right, fully healthy, as healthy as they've been all year. All of a sudden, again, real early in the process. This is game number three where they've been fully healthy. What's happened the first two? Well, victory. (laughs) You know, they're winning games and covering point spreads, which is meaningful, at least to this better. And, of course, winning games, I know they didn't cover against Toronto, but they won the game. If they win tonight, you'll cash your ticket with Atlanta. I understand how good Phoenix is capable of being. And they certainly, they're not a team I'm going to rush to step in front of. All right. But everyone that backed the, 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 the Suns against the Nets the other night that Rob was talking about, they're all going to be right back on Phoenix tonight. This is a bandwagon team against an anti-bandwagon team. And in my mind, that's an extra point or two of value. 
in the NBA, that matters. I'll take my shot with Atlanta plus three and a half. I think, again, <laughs> I think there's potential mm-hmm. for a buy sign on the Hawks moving forward. A team that has been so bad, historically bad, maybe they're not going to be so bad over the back end of the campaign. Well, now's the time here, uh, Atlanta. Uh, this would be a uh, pretty good indicator that uh, the, things are looking up if we pull out the victory here uh, at home tonight against the Phoenix Suns. So that should be a good one here, guys. Also, uh, another intriguing game here. We'll focus on the total here. And a quick reminder, don't forget, hit that subscribe button if you are new to us here at wagertalk.com take advantage of all the daily and weekly content of all the biggest games that we have for you guys everything you need to know uh best bets across the board all game previews just to click away hit that subscribe button become part of the wager talk tv family and those of you joining us live on this uh, friday here go ahead hit that thumbs up we certainly appreciate it because we're gonna get ready to talk about, well, two teams that can't spell defense. And that'll be Sacramento taking on Indiana, or maybe they have figured out how to put the word defense together here tonight. 248 with the Kings and Pacers, and maybe the most amazing thing here, Teddy, and I'll come back to you here, is that I'm not seeing this line moving a damn. Usually when we're dealing with Indiana or Sacramento, there's some movement in the total market somewhere along the line. Stagnant uh, here, Indiana off that uh, second of the back-to-back. So uh, what do you think here? Is, uh, is, is there any value to the under against these two teams? Well, let me start with this. Sacramento's defense is, I think, better than people think it is. You know, the Kings are uh, <laughs> they're not in the bottom 10 in the NFL and the NBA mm. anymore. You know, uh, so it's not a good defense by any stretch of the imagination giving up what 114.2 points per 100 possessions but that's kind of middle of the pack now uh, in the nba which is better than it's been and it was earlier in the season so for whatever that's worth um but the reason the total's not moving is no one knows what's going on with halliburton tonight and i don't know why i mean i cannot give you a bet on this game without knowing if tyrese halliburton is in the game or not and he's still questionable possible rest we don't know um, and at Indiana with Halliburton against the Kings, you play the over hmm. without Halliburton against anyone. You play the under it's been very sharp dichotomy for Indiana pace wise and scoring wise when Halliburton's been in and out of the lineup. And of course we don't know if McConnell, I mean, McConnell's now been upgraded to problem. So at least he'll have the backup if he doesn't play tonight. Um, but they missed both those guys last night down the stretch losing that game to the Knicks. So I guess I got a Swiss flag because I don't know if Halliburton's going to play. Uh, and in my mind, there's no more important factor in this game. Uh, if he plays, we go over. If he doesn't, we go under, plain and simple. It's fascinating, too, because I, I'm I'm looking here, and it, it's listed as coach's decision. What the hell is this, coach's decision? Uh, you don't see that very often, uh, maybe in college, but interesting uh, how Halliburton is still listed as a coach's decision. They were hoping to get him back by this week. But to Teddy's point, um, there's the Pacers with and without Halliburton. Two different things here, Rob Vino. Uh, if, he, if he plays, well, let's just play the if. If he plays and he's in the lineup, 
is this number too low in your opinion? Or do we trust them with the hamstring, maybe not to impact the game as much as maybe the market will overreact and probably jack this thing up over 250 at some point? Yeah, you know what, Joe? It is interesting because he played last night, right? They played the hmm. Knicks. He played, they kept his minutes to, I think, 21 or a little less than 21 um, in that particular ball game. So the coach's decision part, Teddy got something for me. He, he got pulled. He got pulled, right? he got pulled. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, his his minutes were down. Now, now coach's decision certainly um, is got to do with the injury, whether or not this guy can go back to backs or not. So the question mark sits there. How effective would he be, guys? This is the question I ask myself all day long. Even if he plays, how effective is Tyrese Halliburton in this game? Probably not real effective in an up-and-down pace game. The Kings are not going to bring any type of methodical tempo to this. You're going to have to go. And for Indiana to click, Halliburton has to go. So I don't, you know, my initial feeling, aside from the total here, was to play Sacramento in this game because when you come off a game against the Knicks, you're physically worn out a little bit because that's the way the Knicks are playing nowadays. And then to have your star point guard in the position he's in injury-wise, it really made sense for a rested Sacramento team to be a good play here. Total-wise, I think if you're going to look, go away from the game and maybe look towards the Sacramento team total, although I thought it was a hair bit too high. I would hope mm. I was hoping more for something in like the 124 range rather than 126 which is, I think, what we got here. Um, so I don't want to Swiss flag it, Joe, because I don't want to be two Swiss flags in a row, but I will warn the audience here ahead of time, it's not in my pocket. But I think that this game probably stays under the 248 just because I don't know how effective Tyrese Halliburton is going to be. Last, last night was the Knicks, and I get that the Knicks are a real good defensive mm. team, but the output was only 105 points from Indiana. Yeah. Are they really going to get that much more than that here tonight to make this thing go over 248? I doubt it. So I'll try under 248. Yeah, it, it feels like even if he's in, Merrill, the, the market's just going to jack this thing up here. And uh, how can it be trusted? Oh, you know this, Merrill. Hamstrings suck. Uh, yep. And, you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of hard uh, because the really the only thing that ever heals it is is kind of rest. And that that's it. So. Uh, it, they're going to have to make a decision, I think, at some point if this injury continues to linger. Uh, but it, if he's not going, it feels like maybe 248 is the number we should be grabbing right now. Yeah, I've had hamstring a couple of times through my athletic career, and I'll never forget I got poison ivy, took a prednisone, woke up the next day, my hamstring was 100% fine. Then I couldn't yeah. sleep for like two nights. That's a true story. <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, the other day I said, too, the most recent time I pulled it about five years ago, I was being really cautious, four to five weeks, and I was good. But about a weekend, I was stretching, feeling good, stretching, yep. feeling good, pop, back to yep. ground zero. So you're exactly right. I mean, the hamstrings are nasty. And to both of the guys' points, you know, he played last night, 22 minutes both nights, actually, to be exact. Uh, DraftKings actually had a prop last night. His total points was 15 and a half. His season is 23. Ooh. I thought that was very telling. And now if you check right now at DraftKings, there is no prop listed for him and about 10 other players for player points. So if he plays, I definitely don't expect a full game. So if Teddy's right, that's the under, you know, right there. I think that answers the question. But what mm -hmm. makes Halliburton so great isn't the 23 points a game. He leads the NBA with over 12 assists per game. And even in 22 minutes last night, he had five against the Knicks. So that's why the offense is so much better with Halliburton. 
Um, but whether he plays at all, I don't think he's 100%. He's not in the full game, so I would lean under for that reason. So no switch flag, but I'm glad the boys went Swiss because it made me pull up my oh, prop, and I realized there's actually is. a small hole in the back. So yeah. it was leaking on my desk right there, ah. which means I'm going multinational. I'm going to get some scotch tape to fix the Swiss miss after the I show can't. so we can continue. I can't. This is just, this is yes, awful on so many levels, people. I can't even begin. He's, he, the Swiss miss, we haven't seen it in how long, Vino? And well, that's the same gonna... pack from a couple of years uh, ago, man. I, I mean, that like, is you know, unreal. I ain't drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, Teddy, you would open it up and just use months. it, but there's no way I'm drinking. I'm not giving that to the kids, so we're going to have to tape it up. Oh, God. Now we've got to get the Scottish flag because, you know, that's coming. All right, let's Scottish get flag. to the dogs here, people. we got plenty of them here tonight. Uh, some big, some small. Kind of, there's some intriguing ones here, to say the least, Robert. So let's see what's on the list here tonight. That's my dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. And anybody got to say anything, you let me know. That's my dog. Get out there sniffing Swiss Miss. All right, let's check out what we got here. We got uh, Pistons here uh, tonight, of course. Uh, Wizards, uh, Spurs, not a shocker. Pacers, uh, the Hornets, not a shocker. Blazers. Uh, we talked to Raptors. How about the Magic as a dog on a road against Minnesota? Memphis, all they do is cover, baby. Eight and a half here tonight. Again, they're a dog. And, of course, the Hawks we talked about earlier. So a lot of different ways you can go here if you're looking for an outright dog to be barking here tonight. So, Teddy, I'll come back to you, man. Which one of these dogs might be barking for you tonight? I mean, to me, it's simple. All right. The Memphis Grizzlies are a team that when you look at them and you look at their personnel, they're power rated with the worst teams in the league. They're power rated like Washington or Detroit or, you know, some of the real bottom feeders. When you watch them play every night, they play a heck of a lot smarter and better than Detroit or Washington or Charlotte or San Antonio or any of these other bottom feeder teams. They really do. The efforts there night in, night out. Decent chance, not for sure, but decent chance they get Derrick Rose back in the lineup tonight. They could get Luke Kennard back in the lineup tonight. But I don't care if those guys come back or not. I want a team that's playing hard every night and is undervalued by the markets. The Grizzlies have done that consistently, namely to the tune of now, what, six straight covers, uh, including three straight-up wins. And last night, again, wire-to-wire job. 48 minutes of ball, 48 minutes of covering. It was a sweat in the last minute foot it was a right side golden state's not a team i'm gonna lay eight and a half with on the road the first of back-to-backs they play again tomorrow night no memphis plus the points the undervalued commodity the team that the markets are sleeping on will ride with the grizzlies and by the way the eight and a halfs look at the wager talk live on screen ain't nobody betting memphis you can find plus nines right now if you shop around yeah i'll say it teddy if it ain't broke people don't fix it. And Memphis, uh, what a wagon they have been. Uh, and they continue. It's amazing when you get a group of guys, you know, together on a team that actually uh, got a little something to play for there. So given an opportunity to play and play, they are with the Memphis Grizzlies. But this is completely off limits to you now. You are not allowed to talk about Memphis. So which one of these teams will be barking for you tonight here? Well, yeah, I'll go to a team that 
back in October, I was in Las Ooh. Vegas and I sat at dinner with my good friend Teddy Covers before my son's band played. And we were talking about the uh -oh. NBA. It was just about to start. Give me a team. Give me a team. He gave me Orlando. Not a bad team to give me. Um, I'm going to take them tonight. Plus six, six and a half. They, they played Minnesota earlier in January and got destroyed. But mm. I've said this before. Whenever I look at Orlando on the card, I look at the opposing team and see if they have a front line that can match them. Minnesota, the answer is yes. This is one of the very few front lines in Orlando that can actually play with Minnesota's when healthy. When they played the first time, this Orlando front line was not healthy. Now everybody's back. Wendell Carter's back. Franz Wagner's back. Jonathan Isaac is back. All guys that weren't playing back when they got destroyed to help Paulo Bancaro. What's not playing tonight? Probably Rudy Gobert for the Timberwolves. This game was eight points earlier this morning here on the East Coast. It's down to six and a half now. That indicates when they put the question mark next to Gobert's name. I forget what time that happened on the injury report, but since then, we've seen a little downward spiral, which is commonplace nowadays when injury news gets listed. But with Gobert even slightly considered to be out of this game, got to play Orlando. It's a team that's playing really, really well on this road trip. The first two games, they lost a heartbreaker to Dallas. They came back. I had them the other night laying five and a half against San Antonio. Really was a no-brainer, no doubter. Um, and I think they can stick within the number here, Joe. The problem I'll ha you'll have here is Orlando doesn't shoot very well from the perimeter, and can they make enough perimeter shots to stay close? But I think they can. And um, it's a funny, we talk about quotes a lot on this show, but it was funny reading all these Minnesota quotes about how we locked down on defense, we clamped down on defense. We did it the other night when they played Dallas without Luka, without Kyrie. It's not too hard to lock down on Dallas. And Minnesota's one of the best defenses in the NBA, if not the best overall and they have made a concerted effort to play that style again within the last two weeks but orlando plays it too so i think plus six and a half probably a little too much i'll take the magic plus the points is my dog that one's like the market's uh agreeing with you uh sevens to begin with starting to see the six and a half uh vino so uh good spot here for orlando if they could just play some consistent basketball they would be a very, very difficult team uh, come playoff time. But Steve Merrill, come on, man. There's, uh, there's well, there's some ugly left on the board here. Uh, so how ugly <laughs> would you go here tonight uh, for a dog to be barking? Yeah, you know what color Swiss Miss is? It's brown. And I bring that up because I'm going to use an ugly dog here. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> that, that's the Washington Wizards. I'm not going to use the four-letter word on the air, but you guys get it. Yeah, there's some bad teams here. and. This is a lean only. It's not a best bet. Let's get that straight. This is that's my dog segment. But I wanted to point this game out for a couple of reasons. First of all, the screen's showing plus seven and a half. But if you check the Wager Talk Live odd screen, most sports books have plus eight. The two or three that have plus seven and a half are actually some of the sharper leading indicator books. So I do think there's a little bit of sharp money, a sharp lean on the Wizards. And it makes sense. Um, I did videos, actually, solo videos a couple of nights ago for both the Miami Sacramento game and also the Clipper Wizard game. And I mentioned in that Miami game, I thought they would snap their longest losing streak in the past 16 years, longest ever under Splores for the seven-game losing streak. And it wasn't a falling knife. It was a falling dagger. They still had a winning record. They're still in first place in their division. Um, they got the win, as expected. And they also have the Clippers now on deck. They make this one-game road trip. I actually think this is a flat spot tonight. And even see some of the quotes coming out of Miami. We can exhale now. We're having fun. You know, it's like that was the big win. So this is actually a letdown spot. 
And then on the other side of the coin, I played against the Wizards the other day in a free play video with the Clippers. Clippers, 22-4 and four run. They get a rare loss, and they're playing one of the worst teams in the league, the 7-35 and 35 Wizards at the time. Washington just had a bad matchup there. They caught the Clippers at the absolute worst time as a double-digit home dog. I think they're catching the heat at a better time here. And while I'm not big on the Wizards overall, I do think they could sneak in and get the cover tonight if Miami's not fully focused. Yeah, a total in that game, uh, as a side note, been cratering uh, all day, 232 and a half, now seeing 227 and a half on there. So uh, get ready. Uh, Miami on the road against the Wizards here tonight. All right. Now we've got the dogs out of the way. We've got a featured matchup. The contrarian gods have spoken. It's now time to look at some best bets. And uh, great card here tonight, guys. Let's dive in to see where these guys are going to be pointing us uh, to and what direction. And we will start with you, Teddy Covers. Come on, 60 seconds on the clock. Lay it out for us, man. Where's the best bet on the card tonight? Let's do it. I shot a, a free play video at Wager Talk uh, TV earlier today. If you want more detailed analysis on this particular bet, you'll find that on YouTube right now. If you haven't subscribed to the Wager Talk YouTube channel, you should do it right now. More than 143,000 of you have already done it. Don't miss out. Let's talk Portland and Denver. And look, this is a Nuggets train of unders that I'm looking to ride right now. It's seven consecutive unders for the Denver Nuggets. To say their pace is slow and not strong enough. It's been slow as molasses. We don't know if Joker's going to play tonight. He's very questionable for this evening. Portland off back-to-back -back huge upset wins. You know, <laughs> we just heard, um, uh, I don't remember if it was Steve or Rob talking about the quotes coming out of Miami's locker room saying, mm -hmm. okay, we can exhale now. Those were the quotes coming out of Portland's locker room after they won uh, and beat <laughs> Lillard and company last time out. So look for the under low-scoring game. Nuggets and Blazers. Ooh, like it. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's heading that direction there. Under, make sure you check out uh, Teddy's uh, full preview on this game, guys, over on our Wager Talk uh, channel. Again, that's why great time to, uh, to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already and get access to all these videos. Nobody has more videos than Steve Merrill. We all know this because uh, Merrill, just uh, never leaves his Swiss Miss pad there uh, in front of the camera, just pumping out the content. So, Merrill, 60 seconds here. I know you're going to have a lot to say here, but if anybody can put 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag, it's you. So where are you going here with a best bet tonight, Merrill? God, Joe, I thought Prez gave me some bad lead-ins. That might be the worst one ever. So you, you win the title. Congratulations. You've actually outdone the Prez. I know that's your goal in life when you wake up every morning. And roll off your pile of cash. Here we go. Seconds. Look, I'm going to have the uh, the college basketball top 25 video up later this evening for Saturday's biggest games. Also going to throw a, a top 10 game for Sunday in. And uh, as of right now, first time I've released this, a seven-day college and pro basketball combo wager talk. Just put it up on my page. No promo code needed. And that's because I'm off to a 65 and 44 start this season in college and pro hoops. Number one win percentage, number one return on investment. Why not get a seven-day special? No promo code needed. SteveMerrillWagerTalk.com. College basketball best bet tonight. A bonus college free play is on my page right now as well. And a free play for the show here. We're going to go over the total between Golden State and Memphis, over 224.5. Warriors quietly 10-3 and over their last 13. They're shooting the ball great, but they're playing no defense. It's been a sea change in Golden State. 
And the betting markets haven't caught on. Golden State over 224 and a half. Yeah, how's that bag feeling right now? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, a little heavier there, uh, Mallor. I'll tell you that. Outstanding stuff. As always, we'd expect nothing less. Pure gold. Under 60 seconds there, Rob Vino. Go, uh, Jerry. He did gold. a little math for you, too. I, I thought he did a little math in there, uh, but he didn't help you out here. So I'll give you the 60 yeah. seconds. Lay it out for us. Where are you going? Yeah. Generally, I count on 10 of those seconds to be my promo done by Steve, but it didn't happen today. So I'll have to do it myself here. Um, I'm going to go boy. back, Joe. When, when we did this game, you asked me, seems like some kind of over here, right? And I said, yeah, give me all the overs. But the one I like the best is the Hawks team total over, 123 in this game. Now, Teddy hit on a couple of points when we were talking about it from a side perspective, that Atlanta's gotten a little bit healthy in the last three games. Their point totals, 143, 126, and 138, suggest that the offense is back. But the offense never really left them. At home this year, they're averaging over 122 a game. And they're asked to get to over 123 against a team that's in the fifth game of a long road trip here. And during this road trip, when asked to guard teams that can actually shoot the basketball, Brooklyn and Indiana, they gave up 133 and 120, Phoenix did. And the Indiana game didn't have Halliburton. So I think a lot of things add up here to a Hawks team total up and over 123. That's the way I'm going to play it, over 123. Oh, I almost let that buzzer go because he thought you were uh, you were back in Houston here. And then uh, all of a sudden uh, he realized the uh, the button got stuck there. So no problem. Uh, we do have, uh, guys, a quick uh, recap for you again, uh, just so you have a good idea. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, Steve, we uh, we ended up finding a picture when you pulled that hamstring uh, there. That was softball. That was a softball injury. The other one was kickboxing. Wager talk. Yep, the great intramural teams of wager talk that Steve used to play. Fantastic. Pulled his hammy shortly after this picture. Put those fact, shorts on. I pulled my problem. hammy. <laughs> Trying to get those shorts <laughs> off after the game. He's still wearing them, I think. All right, so Couldn't we are going to go Golden State Memphis over 224 and a half uh, for Mr. <laughs> is that Steve? That is a fantastic picture oh, of yeah. you there also, Merrill. Those were your That's college days. Uh, Rob Vino, yeah. Hawks team total over 123. And, of course, Teddy covers Portland, Denver, under 219 here, guys. And, again, that uh, that video, uh, the full breakdown of that game, uh, just to click away over on Wager Talk. Make sure you head over there, guys. Got a lot going on this weekend, not just in the NBA, but college hoops. Uh, a lot happening here as we get ready, of course, one more big game. Uh, and speaking of big game, uh, not a bad idea, guys, if you want to partner up with uh, these three guys, not just in hoops, but they are also three of the most profitable football handicappers at Wager Talk. And you can buy in now. We do it each and every year. The Super Bowl to Super Bowl opportunity is available, guys. One price. Don't even think about it. From the Super Bowl this year right through the Super Bowl of next year, one low price. You can partner up with these guys and get ready for another 12 months of very profitable football bets. All right. That'll do it here on this Friday. We'll be back again on Monday, another week here of the NBA tip-off show. But until then, best of luck with your plays tonight and all weekend long. We'll talk to you again soon. Good luck.
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.